Hello, hello everyone. RJ here. I thought I would talk about barriers to joy today. Um, I've been thinking a lot about joy lately and um, trying to understand how I could bring more of it into the world and bring more of it to other people and help others uh, just be more joyful and have that experience more often and have a more sustained experience of joy. And in thinking about this, I naturally started to think like, well, why don't people experience more joy anyway? Um, and specifically, why don't women? Um, and and some of these some of these reasons are probably going to be valid for men too. But I was literally just thinking of like the women in my life who struggle to be joyful, um, and as I was thinking of it, you know the kind of top three barriers that came up were worry, fear, and the wrong roadmap. And so when I say worry, I'm talking about not doing the things because you're thinking, oh, like, what are other people going to think, right? That, that, that lets you, it holds you back, right? It stops you in your tracks. Cause as soon as you're like, Ooh, I could do this, but like, maybe that's kind of weird. People are going to think it's crazy. And then you don't actually do it. Um, and that's one of the biggest things I see with women, um, is really thinking like what someone else is going to think about it, how it's going to be perceived by other people and how those other people are going to feel about it rather than focusing on like how is doing that thing going to make you feel and prioritizing that so that's one of the barriers and um it's with practice it's something that you can just you you just don't let it stop you you realize that you know you being happy and content and at peace is more important than what someone else may or may not think that you may or may not even find out because maybe they express it to you and maybe they don't and really it's none of your business until they tell you right like what other people think of you is none it's not your fucking business it's really not (laughs) unless they tell you then now they've made it your business and you can choose what to do with it from there but what they think of you that's their business not yours let it be the other um, barrier that I see is a fear, and this one is more in terms of this hesitancy to be happy or do things that bring joy because you're used to living life in a pattern of if there's a high, there's an even worse low that soon follows. So you're like waiting for the other foot to drop, right? The other shoe to drop, sorry. And what it is, is like, it's this mechanism that you use and in your mind, you're protecting yourself, right? Because if you don't get super excited about the thing, you can't get let down about the thing. So just don't get excited. And that sounds somewhat logical, right? Like our brains will tell us that it's logical when we're looking at it and it'll make sense to us. And it's a great way to protect ourselves in our minds, right? Well, what's really happening is you're not protecting yourself really because like the bad is still going to come right good and bad things happen like shit just happens 
and how how we respond is a lot of it. It's not most things aren't really truly good or bad. They're just happening. And if you can learn to look into like what it's teaching you, what you can learn, how you can benefit from what's going on, you know, it becomes more and more neutral. So instead, what's happening, instead of you protecting yourself like you're thinking, what's actually happening is you are preemptively hurting your own self. I'll say that again. You are preemptively hurting your own self, right? Because you have this opportunity to do something that's going to make you joyous. You have this opportunity to bring more positivity in your life, to bring more happiness into your life. And rather than taking it, you go, "Mm, I'm going to pass on that because I don't want to like get disappointed later, which may or may not happen. Um, But I think it's going to happen. So I'm just going to, no, we're just not going to do that. So now you've just robbed yourself of that opportunity um, that could have brought all sorts of beauty and fulfillment and and who knows what else into your life because there's this fear that, oh, whatever follows after that is going to be negative and it's going to be equally negative, if not more so, than that positive experience. So it's just not worth it, right? Please stop doing that to yourself. Please stop robbing yourself like that. And the third barrier that I've seen to joy is using the wrong roadmap. And what I mean by this one is this is the you not really being fully connected to yourself and knowing what actually brings you joy. So what happens is you try to do things that you see bringing other people joy with the intention that like, oh, it's bringing them joy. So it's going to bring me joy when you guys are very different people. Okay. So your joy, like you're going to have things that bring you joy. And sometimes it'll be similar to the people in your life that you care about. And sometimes it's going to be completely different, right? Um, And if you start trying to use their roadmap as your own, what's going to happen is sometimes it's going to work, right? And sometimes it's not going to work. And your mind is going to latch on to the times it's not working. And now you're going to start to wonder like, well, why aren't I worthy of joy? Why, like, everybody else can have this joy, but I can't have this joy. Why can't I have this joy? Why don't I deserve this joy? And because you're framing it in a way where, like, you're just making the assumption that you're not worthy of it, you don't deserve it, um, and it's not meant for you, right? then like you're going to spiral down into this hole and it's a very hard to get out of place and it's not true at all, right? What's true is that this pathway to joy is not for you because it's not your pathway, right? It's not that, hey, you don't get to get to joy. You just don't get to get to joy that particular way. Um, so like for me, one of the things I absolutely love, I have learned to like the silence and like the stillness. Now I was not always that person at all. Um, I used to be that person that like would talk incessantly cause I was not okay with silence. It would make me uncomfortable. Um, I didn't like silence between like me and another person. 
Um, and I'm not that, like, I've, I've evolved beyond that now, right? Like, I'm very comfortable in the silence. I'm very comfortable in myself. And so one of my favorite things is to, like, turn off the lights and, like, just lay in the dark in silence. And that's a happy place for me. Like, that's a very zoomed out space for me. Now, for other people, like, you know, I, I have a relative who, even though she's an adult, still does not particularly like the dark, right? Like, she still likes there to be some sort of light. So that would be terrifying to her. That's not her pathway to joy. <laughs> and if she were to try to do that um, and get to joy, she's going to end up, like, kind of freaked out, possibly triggering a panic attack for her um, because it's that serious for her. But that's okay. You know, it's about finding your own pathways to joy and really understanding what brings you that joy, right? And one of the other things I just thought of as I was um, speaking to you all is this confusion of pleasure for joy, right? Now, sometimes, yes, pleasure and joy can be one and the same. But pleasure is a fleeting thing, right? So pleasure can lead to joy, um, but they're not always going to line up. And so sometimes pleasure is just that momentary um, kind of hormonal hit of like good chemicals that our body has mixed up, right? In response to something that we've done, something that's been said, whatever the experience is. And it's going to fade. Joy, however, tends to linger. So yes, pleasure can often occur with joy, but it can also occur separately. So it's really important that you pay attention to what's happening after the pleasure, right? After the moment of pleasure, after you've stopped doing whatever it is, does that feeling of contentment, does that feeling of happiness, like is that energy still there? Or does it deplete and turn into something else, right? Because sometimes we can become addicted to seeking that pleasure and seeking that next hit of pleasure because it's all it is, is it's momentary, right? It's fleeting. It's good. As soon as you stop doing whatever it is, that feeling is going to stop too. And that's something that's different from joy because with joy, you can do the thing and then stop and still like hours, days, weeks, whatever the timeline is later still be anytime you think about that like still be brought back to that place of like mm, yummy goodness and just sit in it and and be at peace and content and just you know um just really satisfied for lack of a better word so that's something else to think about too but that I wanted to share with you guys as some of the barriers to pleasure, um, not pleasure, sorry, some of the barriers to joy. And I want to know, like, which barrier do you identify most with? Like, which do you see yourself meeting most often when it comes to your own joy? And how are you overcoming that barrier? Or are you overcoming that barrier? Let me know. Have a great night, guys. Bye.